Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Catch new episodes of The O Show for free, available on all audio platforms, including Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. For full video versions of the podcast, head on over to YouTube and StarWorldWideNetworks.com. The O Show is presented by Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. Mayweather Boxing and Fitness is an inclusive, high-intensity fitness experience developed by the champ Floyd Money Mayweather himself. The best group boxing workout in the market, Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. Oh, Jack. Jack O'Hara. Boy, you asked me some interesting questions, my man. It's a great question, Jack. Jack, hey, it's Josh Radder. Hey there, Jack O'Hara. It's Johnny Damon. Jack, you had questions for me. Jack O'Hara? Absolutely. This message is for Jack O'Hara. O'Hara. Jack, how are you? Hey, Jack. Jack, hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's going on, Jack? Uh, listen, man, you know, you, you, you asked me a couple questions. Live and broadcasting around the world, you're listening to The O Show. In the show and uh, doing your thing, I mean, you've got some pretty big name guests. I've seen your, your stuff, so congratulations on your success. Jack O'Hara. Much nicer guy than Conan O'Brien with much better interviewing skills. Don't forget to share this episode on your social media. Now, let's get to it. I'm so boned. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's totally going to break up with you. She's definitely going to break up with me. Should have used TickPick. Wait, what'd you say? TickPick. Look. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, TickPick. I thought you said TickPick. No hidden fees. Download today. But I just like I just keep pressing this plus button because I don't I don't like it. <laughs> it's all good. It's all How good. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Are you in uh, where are you staying? Are you in LA, I'm New York? In, I am in the Los the Los Angeles of California. Sweet. How's where everything? Are you at? Uh, it's fine. You know, it's fine. It's life is life is what it is. <laughs> How are I'm, you? I'm, and where are you? I am in Phoenix, so about okay. six hours uh, south, north, wherever. Yeah. Things are probably the same. Yeah, pretty, but it's much hotter where you are, dude. You're like in the desert, I feel. It's nuts. It's like nine, it's 90 degrees right now, and there's no sun. It's just pitch black outside. That's so weird. I love it. Did you grow up there? I grew up in New Jersey. Whoa, so this is this is a big change for you. Oh, yeah, right outside when, Manhattan. So, of course, I was a big How I Met Your Mother fan growing up. Oh, yeah. Probably get that all the time. I know How old like are you? What, what age did you find it? What age did it come to you? Because you're younger than I am. Yeah, so when you guys started, 05, it was about, I was like six, seven years old, so I probably discovered yeah. it like as you guys were wrapping up, so I, right, I had to catch up. Right. It's so weird to me, um, like, I will meet somebody, like a kid, who's like 13, and they're like, yeah. oh my god, how much your mother, I love it. I was like, you were not born, bro, like, when we started the show, you were not in existence. I know. And that's that, so wild. That was like the one thing I kind of wanted to pick your brain about was yeah. the, the, 
the series finale. So, oh yeah, tell me what you think. From the fin- so I personally loved it. I I know there's a few well, of my buddies that I watched. You are in the. You are not one of. You are the the, the very few. One of the very few. I know that's what I was gonna say. There was like a ton of mixed reactions yeah. for it. Like you being one of the stars of the show. Like what what did you think about it when you first got that script? Because like the final episode, to me, you guys could have done yeah. like 15 more seasons on that last oh, episode absolutely. alone. You know, it's um, nine years was, I think, enough. I mean, I think yes. we were, we, first of all, we were, like, super lucky because you're. it's so rare. First of all, like, when you get that kind of a job, you think, we're going to shoot a pilot episode, which is the very first episode, and that'll be it. And yes. then we were lucky enough to get, like, 13 more episodes, and then we were able to get, like, a full season. And then it just kind of kept going, so... It is such a rare thing to, in that first season, we shot um, video of the kids responding about, oh, you know, you think you, you love, you, you're into Robin or whatever it was. And I just right. In a minute. Um, and we shot that in the first season, right? And then you cut to nine years later and you're able to to air that and you're able to like do that whole story with that bookend is very 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 rare yeah so quite honestly i was so i was so in it that i wasn't thinking about um i think what was happening in the final season is there was a lot of pressure about like people can't find out about this right there's a lot of like secrecy because you have to understand, like, our show was never, when we were doing it, it was never, like, a huge hit. So there was never, like, a demand for what's going to happen in spoilers. There was, like, no spoilers. We were able to, like, do our job and kind of just kind of go to work every day and, and people like the show. But um, that was the first season that we were very aware of scripts getting out, right? like ruining kind of the, the show for, for everybody. And I think that's kind of what sped up the timeline, like like having like that last episode where it was like, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, because I think they were so nervous about it leaking. Right. Um, and obviously, I don't know how they would have done it with all the information now or the, or the, the general consensus now, but... Um, I mean, I think that their story was always like it was Robin and Ted, and he's the one telling the story. Right. But so much time had passed, and people became um, really uh, into other partnerships, and so I think it it was it was strange for some people. I like to think, and I and I, I think I said this recently, and and people were very it very much disagreed with me, but I think that when you watch it. You know the way that the way that kids are watching it now. Kids, they're not all children, but like right. people who are discovering it for the first time, and they watch it from beginning to end. There is a bit more of a story. Like you're able to kind of still have that beginning of it, where when we were all watching it live, it was like Robin and Barney Central, right? Right. So it felt weird to then turn back to that, but I. I think I've heard from people that that is the takeaway that they understand that that is the story of it from the beginning. I, that was right. very long-winded. I'm sorry. It was, like, <laughs> that was a very long answer. It's all good. I mean, my, my second follow-up to that would be, like, your favorite storyline overall. Because, like, like you said, like, 
uh, Ted ending up with Robin in the end, like, I think that's what everybody kind of assumed, even though you were dubbed Aunt Robin after, what, the first episode? But still, right. people kind of assumed right. that that's the way things were going to end. But what was your personal favorite storyline from that entire series? I mean, uh, on a selfish level, I loved the Robin Sparkle stuff. Yeah. Because it was so weird, and it was so strange to be like, I think it was second season, I think it was, and they kind of came at me, and they were like, we're thinking about <laughs> making Robin like a Canadian pop star from the 80s, <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> like, okay, and then it all just kind of like came out, and it all just kind of happened, and it was, became so beloved. That it was just, and it was honestly, it was so much fun, like, shooting, because we, we shot three days, so we would shoot Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, which is, by the way, the best job in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but because of that, because of this shooting a music video on top, we shot, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and it was just kind of, like, magic to be, like, we're taking the whole day to shoot this silly music video it was just so strange and um and, and and joyful you know what i mean like it was just it was just really fun so i loved that i loved any time that they infused music into our show carter and craig who are, the, who are our creators they they were in a band they were like in a college yeah. together and they sing like the opening the ba 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 that's them that's their band um and so they always would like kind of infuse all of these cool, like obviously Neil is an amazing, you know, he's a, he's oh, yeah. a Broadway music theater actor and, and, and Josh is too. Um, but so there was, there was that ability there anyway. Um, so, so I always loved the, the episode where they did that, with Robin Sparkles especially. Do you ever get people that just come up to you and just start blasting out, let's go to the mall? Because that's like... Not song. so much anymore. <laughs> I used to, like, every time I do a panel, it comes up. Um, but not so much anymore. It's kind of becoming a thing of the past, I guess. Uh, you got to bring it back. I brought it back tonight. Well, yes, th thank you. Thank thanks you for so that. much for taking time out of your night. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, stay safe. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Thank you so much. Catch new episodes of The O Show for free, available on all audio platforms, including Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. For full video versions of the podcast, head on over to YouTube and StarWorldWideNetworks.com. The O Show is presented by Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. Mayweather Boxing and Fitness is an inclusive, high-intensity fitness experience developed by the champ Floyd Money Mayweather himself. The best group boxing workout in the market, Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. Jack, hey, it's Josh Radner. Thanks for, uh, thanks for booking this, and thanks for your great questions. To Kobe, the same question a few weeks ago. Now I want to put you on the spot. What did you think of the series finale? What did you think when you got that final script? Uh, my thoughts on the finale of How I Met Your Mother. Um, I generally don't speak about it on the record anymore because every time I would speak about it, it would become like an <clears throat> international news story. Um, I like the finale. I mean, I really like the longer version we did. Uh, they had to edit it a lot for uh, for broadcast, but I thought I thought the the original script was really 
quite wonderful and I think it'll age well you know like I think I think people were saddened by it because people don't like death and they don't like to be sad they prefer to be angry but I think there's something mature and um I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting to hear how people respond in like 10 or 20 years if they've had some time to think about it. You know, I was reading an article about you saying that the more successful at How I Met Your Mother got in the early years and the early seasons, the more depressed you became. And I always like asking people how they kind of balance uh, their happiness from a personal scale and a business scale. Uh, what do you think uh, you do on a daily basis that kind of blocks out that negativity? What do you do on a daily basis that helps you uh, battle with that negativity? I said that, yeah, the more successful the show got, the more depressed I became. Um, how do I adapt to negativity on a daily basis? Well, I certainly don't feel that negativity right now. I, I, I'm in a good space. I, I really am enjoying life in this moment, even though it's a tough moment in the world. But um, I... Um, I gave a talk in India a couple years ago. Uh, it's an ink talk. You can just Google my name, Ink Talk, and you'll see um, how I uh, how I learned to deal with um, with uh, with with you know how hard that was for me. Anyway, um, I, I won't be able to say any more here that you wouldn't be able to hear in there. So I mean, I find it very interesting to know that you kind of felt more badly about it than and good the more successful the show got because nobody really talks about uh, the negativity the negatives of success or, or the detriments of success in that sense I think it's an absolutely essential and underreported phenomenon do you know what I mean like it, it if you ask someone you know did success solve all your problems did money solve all your problems like most of them would be like, nah. Or it brought on a whole lot of other problems. I've sometimes thought about that, like if I just showed up at Sundance with Happy Thank You More Please and no one knew me, I think they'd be like, cool film. <laughs> or, you know, this really pissed me off, but when we won the Audience Award, the New York Times um, reported it as the sitcom style comedy. And I was like, screw you, that's not a sitcom. You know, I, there's no world in which How I Met Your Mother um, doesn't factor in mightily to what I do to my life in that every move is on some level a response to it so for instance when when the show was done if I got offered you know single guy in the city looking for love like I wouldn't do that it's like I thoroughly explored it no need to do that but when civil war surgeon comes along I'm like yeah I want to do that or um I guess my, my GPS is not so much, oh, I gotta, because if I think too much about what other people are thinking about me, it's very paralyzing. And um, you can't help but do some of it because you do, you, you know, you want people to like what you do, you want to be believable and all this stuff. But the, the truer part of me that I really try to tap into, much like with the, the pilot I was offered before Rise, is... Um, you know, what, where's the joy live? I had a meditation teacher years ago who said, follow the charm. You know, like, what is charming to you? And I really like that term because it's not like follow your bliss, which can get a little, you know, um, woo-woo. It's, it's like, what is charming to you? It's a very subtle thing. Like, oh, I kind of, you know, I want a donut now. I'm going to go. And you meet someone at the donut shop. And, but um, anyway, thanks so much for booking this. And I hope you're well. Thanks for the great questions. Talk soon. Bye. 
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.